If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. All right, let's kick it off with something super interesting. And usually when the power goes out, we blame the weather or maybe a tree fell, but not this time. This is really something. Over 2,000 people were left in the dark by something a little strange. It was a fish. That's right. A fish cut the power. Authorities found one laying dead atop a transformer. So how did it get there? Uh, They say that a bird likely dropped his lunch. You know, speaking of, I was just so super excited to tell you all my new fish puns. Oh, wow. But when I ran them by the folks here in the studios, they said that they all floundered. Mm. And on that happy note, you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And if you just found my show and my podcast, welcome. Glad to have you with us. And if you're already a listener, uh, glad to see you again. And thanks for spending your time with us. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's digital goddess. You just tapped into the biggest show, the best show, the most trusted show about all things digital. And you can find my award-winning show on over 420 top radio stations throughout the United States. We're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. And you can find us as a podcast, as a webcast, commercial-free. Over inside the Commando community, head over to the website, commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's that big, bright yellow button that says Commando Community. And a big hello and salute goes out to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, reaching over 375,000 U.S. service members serving in 175 countries and 200 ships at sea. I love that. And I know that you have a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to come on a big-time radio show and podcast, hey, I get that. Head over to the website, commando.com, and there's a link that says email Kim. All righty, then every single day I check out at least 35 different websites to make sure that you and I are both up to date on all things digital. And here are five things in tech that you need to know are happening right now. And let's start here. You receive a phone call from your kid and they've been in an accident, they say. And you need to wire them $10,000 for urgent care. It's life or death. The voice sounds exactly like your child. All right, but you're smart. You listen to the show. Uh, so you know it could be a scam, so you call your child directly. But they don't pick up. So do you go and get the money? Of course you would. And scammers know this. And so with the latest AI tools, it's remarkably easy to create deep fakes of voices, especially kids who post videos on TikTok, Instagram, Snap, YouTube, Facebook, or whatever. Matter of fact, it just takes three seconds to clone a voice. Isn't that something? Now, here's how bad it is. Americans lost nearly $9 billion. Yeah, I said billion dollars last year to these scams. That's up 44% from 2021. The driving factor is, of course, AI, and it's only going to get worse. So my advice, create a secret code word 
between you and your family members right now. And if you get a call from anybody in trouble, ask them for the code word and see if they know it. And then if they don't, it's going to save you a ton, a ton of worry. All right, number two on our list, a new target for thieves. Uh, Bob Scheiderman in Los Angeles walked out to his driveway one morning in L.A. and something was off. Hmm, his electric car's charging cord was just gone. He thought, that didn't make any sense. Maybe I left it somewhere? Well, it started nagging him. So he checked his ring security camera, and there it was, clear as day, 5.22 a.m. Guy just came over, unplugged the cord to his EV, took it from the wall socket, and then rode off on a bicycle. EV cables are becoming a hot commodity for thieves, and crooks are snagging the cables. Why? Because they're packed with copper, and they can sell it, right? Now, the cost of losing a cable is expensive, anywhere from 300 to maybe over a grand. So what can you do to protect yours? Charge your car inside the garage. Wait, no, you can't do that because EV makers say, uh-uh, car could go on fire. All right, so the next best thing, put your charger in a lockable metal cage or box. And make sure that's well ventilated to prevent overheating. Now, there are these plug locks that will prevent the charger plug from being removed from the car. You might want to also use security labels or engrave your EV charger. Um, if the whole idea is a thief sees that the device is marked, maybe it'll be harder to sell. But I still would probably vote for those lockable metal cages or boxes. This is why we can't have nice things, right? All right, number three in our list, a couple of big things happened over at X, formerly Twitter, this past week. There was a glitch. It caused all photos pre-2014 to just be deleted. Yeah, I'm not making this up. Poof. Guess they didn't have any backups. What was up with that? Uh, Elon Musk also says sharing news links will be stripped of article titles so that people can create their own. Well, this is bad news for journalists and writers and news organizations. So what would you see? Just an image displaying the URL. That's it. If you want to post an article, you actually have to write your own headline in the tweet. What could possibly go wrong with this? <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Confusion, misinformation. Now, Elon says, here's the rationale. This is going to free up space on the X timeline and force journalists to write their posts directly on X. I don't know. I think it's just going to crash and burn. Musk also said this past week after the glitch, uh, X might fail. Wow. Imagine spending $40 billion for a business and then publicly admitting that it just might fail. Not so. Number four. Let's talk about copyrights. Uh, writers, painters, photographers are thinking, is AI going to take away my job? Well, it's a pain point right now on the Hollywood writer's strike. And studios are replicating uh, these background actors. They're hiring AI experts, large skills. I, I've talked about it here on the show that Netflix is hiring somebody to head up the whole AI initiative at Netflix for $900,000 a year. Okay, but humans just got a big win. A federal judge ruled that AI-created art cannot be copyrighted. Okay, here's went down. Computer scientist Stephen Thaler tried to get a copyright registration for his artwork generated what he calls the creativity machine a few times in court. This past time, his third time, was no different. The judge at the center of the ruling, Beryl Howell, said this. Copyright law has never stretched so far to protect works generated by new forms of technology operating absent any guiding human mind. So that's the deal, the human mind. But, you know, what does copyright mean to so many Chinese companies? What does it mean to these Chinese companies? Copyright, not wrong.
And finally, this coming in at number five, Art and Thieves. Oh, just reminds me of the best pun ever. Oh, wait, before I give you that, here's the story. A professor has a few very valuable inherited paintings. And he wants to know what they're worth. So he takes photos and he uploads them to Christie's site, you know, the big auction house, where they promise an estimate of value and a potential auction interest. Ah, but the photos he uploaded, the photos pinpointed the location of where those valuable paintings were located. An art thief's treasure map, right? This isn't a one-off either. About 10% of the images loaded onto Christie's site all reveal their exact GPS coordinates too. Now, here's the deal. All it does is take a quick save of an image, look into the image's data on your computer, and a couple of researchers spotted this flaw on the site. Now, what's most shocking is this. Christie says it treats data with absolute care. (laughs) Thank you. Stark reminder, take photos with your phone. Be sure to take off all the geotagging, your phone's camera setting, because that can reveal exactly where you're located. Okay. Art and Thieves, my favorite pun of all time. You ready? Why did the Art Thief's van run out of gas as he drove away from the museum? Why? Because he had no Monet to buy the gas to make the van go. But I'm bummed. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Let's go back to 2005. That's when YouTube was launched and they had about, mm, I don't know, 2 million visitors a day. So let's go to today. YouTube has, are you ready? 2.6 billion users every single day. Now, there's this movie that I watched the other day. It's called The YouTube Effect and Alex Winter is the director. And I have to tell you guys and girls that if you're looking for something to watch, you can go back in history and then you can actually see how YouTube has developed to this powerhouse that it is today and joining us here on the kim commando show is alex alex thanks for being here thanks thanks for having me kim so what gave you the idea to do this video called the youtube effect well um this is my fourth tech feature doc um i've been tracking the growth of online communities for a long time and the first doc i made was about napster uh the rise and fall of napster and dug into sean fanning and sean parker's adventures with that uh particular uh, application and platform, and then the downfall of that as it created the largest online community at the time of over 100 million users online at once, which was fairly unheard of right. um, in 1999 on in the age of dial-up. And as you said, fast forward to where we are today, and you've got billions of users per day on YouTube. It is the the second most visited website in the world after Google, which is number one, and both are owned by the same company. They're both owned by Alphabet, really by Google. And so it felt long overdue to really examine closely how we got here and what the implications are of a platform with that much global reach. So uh, Gail Ann Hurd, the producer, uh, approached me actually about partnering her with her on this, and we kind of put both of our tech Rolodexes together <laughs> and, and dove in. Uh, but it felt like high time to examine uh, something that has that much influence and that much power. So were were you able to 
go behind the scenes and really go through the algorithms? Because that always drives me crazy, is that anytime something bad happens on YouTube, they go, they just put their hands up in the air and they go, oh, you know what? We get like 500 hours of new content every minute. We just can't control all this, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that I was interested in, uh, well, the short answer is yes. We talked to uh, Susan Wojcicki, who was the, the CEO of YouTube at the time. She just resigned recently. We talked to Steve Chen, who was right. one of the original founders, and many other people. And in my research, I talked to most of the engineers that I was interested in talking to, both at YouTube and at Google, to kind of wrap my arms around what is driving the way the platform works and the way they respond to the way the platform works. And I think largely what we're getting at here that I had not seen talked about enough was that I think we're beyond the narrative of, of blaming everything on an algorithm. I think that there is very basic ad-based models here at work, meaning you are monetizing the proliferation of content, whether it's good or bad. We all know what kind of content is preferred by most people. What grabs eyeballs the most is the most salacious content that goes back <laughs> hundreds of years. That's not a technology issue. That's a human nature issue. You're so, right. You're absolutely um, right about I that. Think, yes. I think where we are today is uh, very similar to where we were with the automobile um, in the 50s and 60s, where uh, everyone is on uh, platforms like this. Everyone is on YouTube. It's not going away. We don't want it to go away. We want to be able to use the, the benefits of a service like this, but it, it's high time there were guardrails in place. And it's, we're well beyond, I think, making excuses for why that can't be done better or at all. So you've been around tech for a long time, right? I mean, you, know, you mentioned Napster back in 1999. Okay. So when you were putting this whole movie together, which is phenomenal, I mean, what a feat, I mean, to do this. Um, oh, what what shocked you? What surprised you the most? I think scale. I think that you can talk about these numbers, like you mentioned, 2 billion people. There's 4.6 billion video <laughs> views a day. Wow. I mean, there's just astronomical numbers. You can look at profit, um, which is you know higher than most countries' GDP. <laughs> uh, but when you really look at the these companies in detail, I think the scale – uh, and the influence, uh, the, the actual societal impact was shocking to me. And um, I wasn't as aware of the level of proliferation. I think this idea of, uh, I think the thesis that really grew on me as I was making it was that the parasocial power of YouTube, meaning kind of what you're doing here, what you and I are doing, where mm -hmm. you've got someone looking in a webcam, talking to you, is very intimate, is very visceral and powerful. The world had never experienced that before the pro proliferation of video online, which really exploded with YouTube specifically. It was the first time it was easy to do that. Um, so I think now the, the parasocial power of, uh, of the people on that platform, with more people looking at that platform than anything else in the world, more than they're looking at, at movies or TV or news or any other t type of content, they're watching YouTube. Um, that is really uh, powerful and has a huge societal impact. And I think the scale of that was quite surprising to me. The deeper I dug, the bigger it, it got. Oh, it's just, it's amazing. And now, what do you, where do you see, because you went through the whole historical aspect and the algorithms and, you know, we all know about like Mr. Beast's latest <laughs> video that had like, I mean, what was it, 59.4 
I don't know, million views in 24 hours. I mean, you know, network television would die for 2 million views, you know, in one of their newscasts. And now we have YouTube competing with the likes of TikTok, Instagram. They brought out shorts, which they basically just ripped off from other people. Where do you see the future of YouTube? I think that it's important to understand what YouTube is and what it isn't. I think that's where people get caught up. And I think that when uh, people are talking about the societal impact of these platforms, YouTube is often left out because people don't really understand what it is. And it's because it's so big, right? TikTok is important and it's influential. I wouldn't discount it, but it's much, much smaller than YouTube in terms of how many people are engaging with it. But it also only does one thing. And YouTube does not just do one thing. YouTube is a video platform. It is news. It is entertainment. It is also influencers and DIY and social media. It's everything. Um, uh, But YouTube is also a repository for all of, of recorded human history. So when you put all those things together, what you have is really something that's altogether its own animal. And it doesn't have any competitors. There's nobody who is really nipping at their heels in any meaningful way that they would need to worry about. So I I would say that YouTube is going to continue to grow as it's been growing unless there's a meaningful competitor that arrives, you know, via another massive tech um, company or um, there are regulations that are put in place that kind of break up the monopoly power that they have. I'd say one of those two things would sort of forestall it from just expanding infinitely, which is, I'm sure, what they're hoping it will be. So, Alex, where can people watch the YouTube effect? Uh, We're out pretty much everywhere. So almost any place that you watch your digital stuff, we're there, including on YouTube. Um, So we're (laughs) we're all over. You can find us at uh, YouTubeEffect.com. Watch, I think, is our site. But uh, we really are pretty much everywhere now. Perfect. Thanks for being here, Alex. It was actually fun to go back in time and watch that video. Remember, like, Charlie, you bit my finger and all the other ones. Yeah, it's in the movie as well. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Over the next few months, hundreds of millions of birds are going to fly south for the winter. And thanks to machine learning, AI, cloud-based computing, data analytics, you can see how many birds took flight on live migration maps. And you can also help the birds arrive safely. I mean, it's a fascinating website, but let me give you the backstory. You see, birds mostly migrate at night. So Cornell and Colorado State University, they put together this super resource with the goal to help the birds have a safer journey. So, for example, working with Lights Out Texas, major office buildings in Dallas and Houston are dark when the birds are migrating. Otherwise, it'd be bad. Thousands of birds can die in one night. But you can do your part by switching off your lights when there are birds overhead. So the site for you to check out, it's called birdcast.info. You just click on migration tools. You can see the past live and prediction maps right in your area. Once again, that website is birdcast.info. All right, coming up in just a few moments, five ways that you're being tracked online. And then also, we have a major warning if you're sleeping next to your smartphone. Mm, Spoiler, you don't want to do that. All right, let's go back to the phones with Lisa in San Antonio, Texas. Well, 
I don't know. This may bring you a little bit of humor, but it started out that way, but now it's gotten pretty, pretty uh, <laughs> scary here. I started getting texts and phone calls from unknown, unknown sources. Okay. Uh, this happened started last Tuesday, and they would say available. Uh, can you talk? You know, just and then some got worse. So I was telling some of my friends about it. We were at breakfast, and I said, you know, I'm going to go home and Google my phone number. And sure enough, it was posted, my phone number, on a escort site. Which oh. Escort is a nice term for it. Okay, There's, so it's a porno site. Exactly. Oh, gosh. And okay. so... Um, you know, me just, um, you know, everything I can do, report junk, you know, blocking the calls. And so, like I said, it started last Tuesday night over the weekend it was terrible. And then last couple of days it stopped. So I'm thinking, is this just going to be a weekend thing? It's, you know, but my question is, how can I remove that information from Google, even though I've gone in there and ask them to remove it, and it doesn't meet their criteria or whatever. You know, it has my phone numbers. Well, they should be removing that now because they have new ways. They're, they're supposed to be removing that information now. Okay. Um, Where? But uh, let me tell you, here's what my concern okay. is. Okay. Is that, you know, you can go to this website and you can ask them to take the number down. Okay. Uh, have you done that? No, because when I've gone on there, I don't see any kind of, it's kind of like a, it says independent. All right, so well, here's, here can, here's how you yeah. find out who owns a website. Okay. You go to a website, whois.net. Again, that's whois.net. And okay. you can type in any website. Hopefully, they don't have their listing hidden. And you can find a contact email address and phone number. Okay. Okay. But because it's a porno site, it's not going to be a reputable business. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Versus if it was at a news organization. But even if you right. were to get it down, even if you Google takes it down, my problem is, is that somebody has a copy of your phone number right. and it's, you're always, it's like you can block every number. Uh, you can set up different filters uh, silence unknown mm-hmm. callers and all that other stuff. Which, I, you know, I do that. And, and that sounds really great until you get a call from your doctor and they can't get through because, right. because they're unknown. So there's pros and cons to everything. What I would do is I would call my cellular provider, tell them this is what happened to my phone number. I need to change it. Okay. Gosh, I, I hate to do I know, that. I know. I know you hate to do that. I know you hate I that. I know. And I would hate to do it too because you get your phone number tied yeah. to just about everything in I our lives. Yes. But, but, you know, once it's out there, it's kind of like people that call me and they say, oh, all of a sudden I'm getting a lot of spam. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can, yeah. I try to block it all, but it still keeps coming. Okay. Exactly. All right. You know what? Once you're on the list... It's like yeah, the Hotel California. You can check in, but you ain't never going to leave, right? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, wondered this about, you know, the what started is I called my security company last Tuesday because I keep getting some kind of alert from them that my panel battery is low. And when they said they transfer me, something didn't sound right. 
and I should have just hung up and and ended up punching in yes, I'll, you know, call me back. And then when they called me back, I couldn't understand the guy, so I asked him to call me again. Never happened. So oh, so you so you got taken on that. Transfer. All right. So you so yeah. you called the wrong number. What happened? Mm, probably. So yeah, um, because that's how they get you, especially if you Google like tech support phone number, whatever it is. That, yeah. All no, those phone numbers. Actually, all those phone numbers are are bad. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty <laughs> maybe tech savvy and not doing that and i even check my call log and it shows my security company in my call log well then i would and reach out to them too back, i would yeah. i would reach out to them and speak to a yeah. manager tell them what happened you know i well, want you to just I, bypass a rep yeah. but speak but speak to them i wish i could i mean i would definitely go back and try to fill out that google form I definitely would do that because they, 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 this is recent. They came out and they said, if your personal identifiable information is on the internet and you want it off, we are going to take it off. And that includes your name, your home address, your email address, and your phone number. So they should take that down for you. But even if they take it down, I'm just afraid that, you know what, you're just going to be like whack-a-mole. You know, as soon as you get rid of one, another one's going to pop up because once you're on those type of sites... Like I said, they're just not reputable. I wish I had better news for you, Lisa, but thank you for your call. Ah, what a nightmare. All right, five ways that you're being tracked right now. Let's start with number one, uh, cookies, right? You collect cookies when you browse the web on your phone, your computer, your tablet. These are just these little bits of data, like personalization settings, advertising information. The upside is that these cookies save images and files, and this way you don't have to log in every single time you visit a site. But they can also contain a lot of your details. So you can delete the cookies, but better yet, use incognito mode. When you're surfing the web incognito, your browser doesn't save that history, the cookies, the site data, or information that you enter into forms. Now, it does keep any downloaded files or bookmarks, though. But just keep in mind that your ISP, it's going to see all of your activity. So can your employer, if they provide internet access or the computer or your school. But to go into incognito mode really quickly, just hit uh, Control-Shift-N on a Windows machine or Command-Shift-N on a Mac. For more privacy, fire up a VPN like ExpressVPN. But don't even think of using a free VPN, okay? Because it just doesn't have all the privacy features. And why do you think it's free? Because it's collecting and selling all your data, okay? Don't do that. Number two, let's talk about encrypting your email. Big name email services like Yahoo, they don't provide end-to-end encryption. What that means is that somebody along the way could take a look at it. So if encrypting your emails is essential, you want to use a service like um, ProtonMail, Startmail. There's also Hushmail. Now, if you're using Gmail, you can send a confidential email. Emails that are sent in confidential mode can't be forwarded. And then you can choose whether to require a recipient to use a passcode or not to read it. A lot of people don't realize that you can actually do that in Gmail. Once again, that's a confidential mode. All right, your apps. Oh, my gosh. You know, they're all tracking everywhere you go. So I want to make sure that you're not letting the apps track you that don't need to be tracking you. Like, of course, say your Uber, your Lyft, your weather app needs to know your location. But I don't know if the flashlight does or a game, right? So I've got the steps over on the website on how you can make sure that not all this tracking is happening to you. Uh, Next on our list, number four, your television. Yeah, okay, your streaming services, they're tracking your activity. And also your TV, it's also tracking you. And so we've got all the steps on how to make sure that no matter what TV that you're using, that it's not tracking everything that you're looking at for how long, commercials, stuff like that. 
Uh, and finally, this coming in at number five, Google. All right. I know Google knows everything. They track your search, your click, your message, your request, and you can go into your history and clear all this out. Uh, the address is simple. It's myaccount.google.com. You might have to log in. And then you're going to see uh, data and privacy, web activity, app activity, location history, YouTube history. And then one of the things I do want to point out here is that you can set up auto-delete, okay? And maybe you want to choose three months, 18 months, or 36 months. Now, I know you're sitting there going, oh, Kim Commando, this was so great, but I didn't get a chance to follow every single thing that you said because you were going so fast. Well, you know, time is money. So head over to commando.com, and then there's a button that says Show Picks. You want to click there, and then you're going to find a link to this tip right there, free for the taking. All right, back to the phones we go with Bill in Oxnard, California. I have a pretty basic question. My wife and I have older iPhones uh, because all we do is make phone calls with them and uh, maybe look at the Internet just for news, and that's about it. No, you actually use online. a phone? You actually use a phone to make a phone <laughs> exactly call? Exactly. So. No, I text, too, so you okay. know, I'm doing that. <laughs> But my question is, I've been seeing all of these uh, things on the Internet saying that it's no longer going to be supported. They're that old, which five years to me doesn't seem that old. But anyway, um, do we really need to be concerned about that? Do we have to go out and buy newer iPhones just so we're not exposed? Or does it really not matter that they're no longer supported? Oh, Bill. Uh (laughs) You need to buy a new phone. You do. (laughs) I'm sorry. I mean, you know, I'm sure you have shoes in your closet from 1970, right? Okay. And and you know what? And they're still good. They are. Uh Okay. But uh, you need to buy a new phone. Simply because what happens is the bad guys, you know, they're always looking at ways to scam you, right? And even though you only, even though you don't just use the phone and you look things up on the internet and you text, there's still some vulnerabilities, especially if you're ever around any Wi-Fi. So that's why you want to, you know, buy a new phone when the old ones stop losing their coverage as far as getting security updates. Um, what, what kind of iPhones do you have? Uh, I have the original SE. My wife has a seven. Oh yeah. You need to get rid of those. You do. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. But you know what? I'm like a wife. Get rid of that shirt in your closet. You've had it for 27 years. Okay. And you haven't worn it. So what are we holding it on to? Okay. Or those those Levi's that you fit into 22 years ago. Okay. Uh You know what? That's, but you can look at her and you can say, you know what? Because every woman has it. Okay. I know you have your skinny jeans. I know you do. Okay. And we're hoping that they're going to fit one day. We are. Okay. Uh, So, but the good news is you don't have to go buy a brand. Well, Coming in September, we have the iPhone 15. Okay. Right. And so if you're like, well, and I don't know if I want to spend, you know, the new iPhone 15 Pro Max with two terabytes of storage. Guess how much that is? It's over a thousand, I'm assuming. Higher. Oh, really? 1500? Keep going. <laughs> 2000? A little bit more. $2,100. Good Lord. For a phone. Yeah. A phone. Okay. Yeah. It's a little computer. (laughs) You know, at that point, you might as well just buy a MacBook. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So what you do is you look at how long you keep your phones, which for you and your wife forever. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But the, <laughs> the iPhone 14 is going to get updates until 2029. Okay. The iPhone right. 13 until 2028. And the 12 mm-hmm. is going to okay. be until 2027. So right. what happens is that when the 15 comes out, everybody gets rid of their 14s and their 13s and their 12s, you know, 12 is 2027. Uh, and uh, that's when you and your wife might be able to pick up a nice deal. Okay. And you can buy Great them. Idea. You can buy them refurbed. If you go to apple.com at the bottom of the page, it says refurbished. You can buy refurbished. Mm-hmm. What I like about if you buy refurbed from Apple is that it comes with a guarantee. And they oh, they also all will right. replace the screen if it's scratched in the back and all this other good stuff. You know, you're going to find the phones cheaper on eBay and on Craigslist 100%. Right. But I'm not sure that you really want to do that, especially because you may not get that warranty. You may also find them, uh, you know, for sale over on Amazon. They also have a refurb. But again, if you're going to buy a refurbed Apple product, I would just go ahead and buy it from Apple again because it has that guarantee and warranty and all that other good stuff. So, hey, Bill, thanks for your call today. Sorry, I didn't have better news. Okay, so coming this September, probably around the 12th or 13th, we're going to get the announcement of the new iPhone 15 Pro and the Pro Max that I talked about. And then that means probably on, I don't know, September 22nd is when you'll actually be able to go pick it up. But there are going to be some other new products uh, like, for example, the Apple Watch Series 9, the Apple Watch Ultra 2. I would expect to see, too, uh, a new iPad mini and the AirPods Lite, AirPods Lite uh, and then maybe even the Vision Pro. That's the VR headset that some folks who have seen there are saying, this is amazing stuff. I can't wait to get one. I know. Just take my money. Okay, a word of advice from fire departments. If you're sleeping, do not charge your phone right next to you. Why smartphone batteries, even the new ones, they can explode. Now, here's the problem. You cannot smell a fire when you're sleeping. So if your fire starts to burn, you're not even going to know if it's happening. Super scary. Now, cell phone batteries have been known to blow up for a bunch of reasons. Maybe it's overheating, physical damage, normal wear and tear. So I know many of you are charging your phone right next to your bed. Super convenient, especially when you use your phone as an alarm clock. And with iOS 17, you just turn it and it looks like an old school digital alarm clock. But the problem, it gives you no time to react if suddenly your device sets on fire. So it's safer to charge your phone when you're up and about. But if you have to charge your phone when you're sleeping, plug it in the bathroom that's closest to you. Choose a location just far away from your pillow because I care about you. And don't forget 24-7, you can find me at the website. That's commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.